Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often have some great opportunities here to tell you the stories of Harvest Baptist Church. We feature interviews with our members and often other friends of the ministry. Of course, we always want to invite you to church at Harvest Baptist Church this upcoming Sunday. We continue our series, How to Be a Man or Woman After God's Heart, Lessons from the Life of David, and this week from 1 Samuel 18 and 19 on the topic, Relationships Matter. And I'm sure we'll get into that with uh, Pastor Gary Walton. Welcome, Pastor. Hi, Chris. It's good to be with you again today. Yeah, we started this series last Sunday and really had a great time together. The church family was very responsive to God's Word working in our lives as we began talking about David's life and some things that I think affect all of us. All of us can relate to David in different types of ways. This Sunday, we're going to come back and talk about part two. And as you mentioned, yeah, relationships matter out of 1 Samuel 18 and 19. Really, the main theme is going to be to encourage us from the example of David to take a deep look at some of the people in our life because God is all the time using the relationships in our lives as a key teaching tool and shaping and molding of our character. So many of the things that God wants to teach us, he uses the people around us to do that. And so we're going to look at a couple of different types of relationships this Sunday, relationships with authority, relationships just with the people around us, relationships even of opposition, maybe somebody against us, and then ultimately we'll talk about friendships. And that part will come back then the following week and spend some more time talking about friendships and what really they mean and what a godly friend can mean to somebody else. So I think it's going to be a great discussion over the next few weeks talking about David's life. In a local church setting, relationships are always some of the key pieces of our ministry together, whether it's relationships with those are, that are with outside our body or those within. And so I know this will be, I know this will be helpful. Yeah, the title's true. Relationships matter. Yeah. Um, and they're going to impact us whether we want them to or not. And we want these kinds of things. We want to respond to people in the right types of ways. And David gives us some both some good examples and actually some poor examples. So I hope it'll be something that we can really learn from. And I'm looking forward to it. It's a great couple of chapters that are part of David's life and part of God's story for us. In a lot of ways, we use this program, too, to to help people who are listening get to know some of the people from our church and hopefully relate to them and in many ways offer them opportunities to come and, and have relationships with us here. And so I think we have that opportunity today as well. Yeah, well, we're really glad to have Jonas McApinlack with us in studio today. And uh, yeah, as you're saying, Chris, it's uh, always good to hear the stories of people and the things that God's doing in their life. And so, Jonas, welcome. Thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks for having me. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your background, your family history, how long you've been here on Guam, all that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. So my parents came to Guam from the Philippines in the 70s. I was born and raised here. My brother and my sister were also born and raised here. So Guam is really all we know about, uh, you know, about life. You know, this is this is our life here in the, on this island. And so I have one brother. My youngest sibling is my brother. Then I've got a sister. She's the middle child, and she lives in, in Washington. My brother does live here in Guam, and my parents are still here as well. 
So we enjoy some family time together. I believe my sister is coming in to visit in the fall, so we're oh, just great. looking forward to having her here. She get back here often? or Not too often, but I guess over the last five years or so, this will be her second time coming back. Okay. Dad and mom did what as you were growing up? Uh, my mom, for the majority of my childhood and teenage years, she owned a jewelry store. Oh, really? Uh, so she's a, she's a jeweler. She's a certified gemologist. Just quick to let, remind me of that. <laughs> uh, she helped me choose the uh, engagement ring for my wife. Nice. And, That's good to have connections. Yes, yeah. So she did that. And then my dad is a longtime banker. Now he's a chief accountant at one of the hotels here. So they're getting, my mom just recently retired and my dad's thinking about it towards the end of this year, possibly retiring as well. So they're going to be living there, the, the retired life. Wow. So tell me about how your spiritual story, how did you come to know the Lord and what's God doing in your life? Sure. So uh, I guess let's like rewind all the way back to when I was four years old. I'll spare you the math, right? how long ago <laughs> yeah. that was. I was four years old. My mom, like I said, owned a jewelry store, and she had a customer come in with another four-year-old. And the customer was showing off how much this her daughter could read and knew her alphabet and all that stuff. And my mom takes a look at me, and she says, and this is a direct quote, Wow, my son doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so she asked this uh, this customer where this her, her daughter was going to school, and she said Harvest Christian Academy. So, you know, Harvest was still in its early years and, yeah. and growing. Yeah. But my mom said, well, if your kid can do that, my kid needs to learn how to do that. So she put me in K-4 during the spring semester. So that was January, so I had already missed like the first part of the year. And so my mom likes to tell this story because this is how we connected first with Harvest. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in K-4. I'm learning stuff. I learn how to read. I learn how to write a little bit. And I can say my alphabet finally. And so Harvest promotes me to advanced, quote-unquote, advanced K-5. So, oh, wow. So my mom loves to tell that story. And I say, Mom, it's makes it, you make it sound like I peaked at five years old. <laughs> so, you know, everything else that I've done in my life or was able to accomplish, that's just that's just pales in comparison to making advanced K-5 when I was uh, five years old in just in just four months. She likes to say in just in, in just four months. Well, it's a pretty good story. I mean, it says <laughs> a lot, you know, about you, Jonas, for sure. And <laughs> well, maybe at my at my age back then, maybe. Yeah. So that's how we actually got connected with Harvest. And so over the years, uh, you know, my sister I started attending as well a couple years later. And uh, my mom began to develop relationships with our teachers. Mm. And so one of those teachers was a, 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 my third grade teacher, Miss Ryan. Now her name is Delaney, and she and her husband have been missionaries in Singapore f- for a long time. I'm not sure if they've retired now, but... Uh, is, I did not even know that. Pat Delaney? Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, I know the Delaney's yeah, pretty Delaney. well. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, So the reason they got to know each other is because he had purchased his engagement ring from my mom's store, and they were buying jewelry for my mom. And so my teacher invited her to church, and my mom was the first one that started going to church at Harvest. And eventually the, the rest of the family followed suit. And so that's how my family came to go to Harvest and came to know uh, the Lord was through this interaction with a Harvest teacher. So, you know, I, I think that that says a lot about how, you know, in the case of the ministry, the, the teachers and the people that you have contact with in the community i mean it's really a great testimony to to that the friendship that's the friendships that are developed and the relationships that are developed it's really an interesting thing as i've been here you know just over one school year now 
but there is such a genuine care of our teachers, not just for the students, but for the families. And you see that interaction, you know, you watch it week by week, day by day, really, of the staff and teachers feeling like there's, these are people that care about me, they take care about my children, and relationships that develop are pretty neat. So I hadn't heard that part of your story, that's really neat. Yeah, so that's how we started coming to Harvest. But for me, you know, that's already about three or four years of, of learning the Bible stories and, and singing the songs and kind of beginning to understand what it means to accept Jesus and become a Christian. And so for me, about a year or a year and a half earlier before we started coming to Harvest for Church, I was locked in my, I accidentally locked myself in my, one of the bedrooms at home. And in my mind, I'm thinking, this is it. <laughs> this is done, you're going to be there. done. I'm done. This <laughs> no. is where my life will end. And I remembered all the Bible stories that, that I'd heard, and uh, you know, I thought to myself, okay, you know, if I died, then what's going to happen to me? Mm. Uh, and so that's where I made my, my profession of faith, mm. is in that room. And just, to me, like the story sounds better, like just minutes later, my dad opens the door. I don't know how long it was, how long I was in there. It was probably like a couple minutes or whatever, but yeah. I just remember thinking, well, this is, this is where I'm, I'm going to turn it around. So in, in terms of my own growth and my own story, I didn't really start to really understand things. I, one thing I do credit definitely with with Harvest and the the Bible curriculum is that you know I learned a lot of things, a lot of stories, a lot of lessons, uh, a lot of truths from the Bible that a lot of people just don't get if they don't mm-hmm. come to a, an environment like this. And so I felt like even talking with other people from with uh, similar types of Christian backgrounds, they don't have that type of knowledge. So I had a lot of the knowledge. Right. But personally, growing a relationship, uh, you know, it, it wasn't really there. So I didn't really start to understand that aspect until I got into the youth group. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just like any teenager, we challenge authority and, you know, we, there was all, all of that. But at the same time, learning and questioning and trying to understand. So uh, I really had a desire to understand why we did things certain ways and why we believed what we believed. And some of the questions were, were answered well, and some of them, they're just not really a great answer for, right? So I ended up you know, pursuing some other interests in my life as an adolescent, mm. but I did choose to go to Pensacola Christian College, which was an eye-opening experience in a number of different ways. But I guess in a way, the environment at Harvest really prepared me for that extreme environment that I had to deal with there, in that I really... And I'm not saying it was a bad experience, but I really did grow in terms of knowledge. Mm-hmm. I really, I, we got really deep into the Bible and learning about, you know, you're talking about David. We really went deep into the life of David. We went deep into the life of Christ. So I, I really started to understand things a little bit more deeply. Still, relationship-wise with the Lord, it was something that was still developing mm. for me. Yeah. So fast forward, now I graduated. I had received a scholarship to go off-island for college, and one of the requirements was that I'd come back to Guam and work for a year. And so at that point, I didn't have a desire to, to stay in Guam. I wanted to live in the States. But I had found a job that I enjoyed and decided to just make Guam my home, not just stay for 12 months, but stick around. But during that transition time, Harvest, while I was in at college, had gone through a big transition as well. So several pastors that I had grown up with had left, and I don't want to say like shook my world or anything, but it made me think a little bit more deeply about what I had learned and how does it affect me going forward? Like, how do I want to think about things? What do I want to believe? Where do I turn to for answers? And so around the time I got back, Pastor Heron joined Harvest and he had a big mission to help 
helping people develop a heart for God. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of shaped my young adult life in, in the way that I thought about things. And that also helped me to develop a real relationship with, with the Lord. But just like with any relationships, it's up and down. Sure. Yep. Right? So at times I felt close, at times I don't feel close. And there was this one time I remembered very distinctly because, you know, I was having a really tough time and I couldn't understand why I was making certain choices. And, you know, I was kind of wrestling with the idea and pleading and I was asking God just to show me, like, am I yours or should I go and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And so I remember opening up my Bible and randomly, and you know, I, I hear these miraculous stories of how God shows himself to people and uh, it doesn't really, you know, I didn't think it would happen to me, but honestly, I open up the Bible and I put my finger down and the verses are Romans 8, 38 and 39. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe it. And I, I read it and I don't talk about this too much because I don't like getting too emotional, but uh, you know, I, can I just read it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I put my finger down on verse 38. And it says, I'm persuaded neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right then and there, that's a, just a powerful way of God making himself real, but also showing me who I am to him. Mm-hmm. So since that time, I haven't had like lots of doubts or anything like that often plague a lot of people who get saved when they're younger, mm-hmm. right? So since that time, I haven't had those thoughts. And, you know, I just credit God for that, uh, showing himself how real he is to me in just that specific moment. So that continued my journey. And then, you know, I met my wife, and then we have three kids, and here we are today. And it just it's just an ongoing, ongoing growth and ongoing journey. Well, that is what it is. And, Jonas, it's interesting. I, I think your story is similar to a lot of people at different parts of our spiritual walk, we come to seasons of life where we have questions and we wonder about certain things. Circumstances kind of rock our worlds a little bit. And okay. the decisions that we make in that time, you know, cause us to reconsider and think through things. And I really love your story of just being able to say, I mean, I think what God says is that we shouldn't be afraid to ask questions. He's a God that's big enough for our questions and that he does want to reveal himself to us, which is so powerful. Yeah. Even in, in, I mean, I was going to say small ways, but large ways like this of very specifically answering as you're searching, God shows himself in that way. Yeah. And it's cool to hear about just the different themes, I think, that come through of, uh, uh, of the foundation of God's word that he's used to bring back into your thought processes Mm -hmm. at at different parts of your life, the people, the relationships, um, for sure the church connections, which is always such a significant thing. So, Yeah, I mean, it has been like a real, you know, Harvest has actually been such a tremendous part of my life since I was four years old. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to tell everyone that, you know, I grew up here. We went to church here. I went to school here. I graduated from high school here. You know, we still attend church. I met my wife here. My kids go to school here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just such a strong integration into who, into who I am as a person. And despite all the many changes over the course of the last 30-plus years, you know, now that I'm older, I can see and accept things differently than I could when I was younger. And things don't bother me as much as, as they did when I was younger and didn't have perspective. 
like I do now. So now we, we have to answer some questions, right, about my children growing up here and the questions that they're going to have and the kind of environment that they're going to grow up in. But honestly, there's no other school I'd put them in. There's no other church we'd, we'd attend. So this is where God wants us. Well, I hope, I think that the story of Harvest has been about a church that has really been centered on the scriptures. And God changes and moves us over time in, you know, in different ways. There's different burdens and different, I think, maybe vision uh, for the church. But the foundation of Harvest has been about God's word, which is something that, you know, gives sort of a stability Mm -hmm. to the perspective which i think that you see uh over time that's not always true of uh of every church so yeah right yeah and we're thankful for that yeah that's awesome it's cool to see you mentioned your wife uh you met her here yeah i met her here she was a sixth grade teacher and now she's a fifth grade teacher she's from west virginia and you know honestly there's a lot of people from guam who have married people from west virginia really yeah okay kind kind of funny that, that I know personally. So, so that's really interesting to me in terms of a factoid. But yeah, I met her here and, you know, we, we just celebrated our 10th year anniversary oh, back in 2017. Yeah. And so we're hitting year number 12 this, this year. And we've got three kids, an eight-year-old named Lilia, that's our daughter, uh, and Kian's our second. He's six years old. And Reese is four years old going on five. So, you know, we're we got some young kids, but, uh, you know, there's such a huge blessing to us. Well, we're thankful for your family and as such a core part of the Harvest family and looking forward to seeing those young kids grow up in this place. You know, our prayer is that they'll grow up to love the Lord with all their hearts and all their soul and all their minds. And so we're thankful for that privilege of walking along beside you. I mean, I think that's what the church does. It walks alongside families as we strive to have a family that would please God and honor God. So excited about the days ahead for the Macapinlac family. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you work here on the island. Tell us a little bit about your job. Yeah, I work at the University of Guam. I head up the marketing and communications department. And, you know, it's also great to see that so many Harvest graduates are attending the University of mm-hmm. Guam. I think that our university has a lot to offer. Uh, and then also the stability of being here at home is a big not selling point, but just a big factor in success also here in Guam. My middle son is attending at UOG. Um, this year's really enjoyed classes there. And, and in fact, you were the one that introduced us first when we way back uh, almost right. a year ago now. That's right. You showed us around campus and you must be doing your job pretty well because, you know, he's there. So <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Jonas, if, if we were to talk about, if I were to ask you about, you know, your faith and your job, I mean, so some of the people here at Harvest, uh, you know, they are believers and they work here on campus, and that's one thing. But, you know, a majority of our church doesn't work on campus. They work all across the island and all kinds of different jobs. And so for a Christian like you, how does your faith impact you just as a, you know, as you work here on in our community? In my interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. by God's grace, I try my best to treat everybody respectfully, fairly, and to show God's grace through those interactions. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. I mean, God calls us to be Christians in every sphere of our life. Of course, in church, I mean, everybody knows that, but to be Christians in our family, be <laughs> Christians in our work, and as we interact with uh, you know our kids in soccer league and basketball league, all those things, and uh, so, yeah, it's always interesting to hear how God's using people across our island, and I'm, 
excited about the way I think God is and wants to use you there. Can you tell us about any specific burdens or maybe some things that God's teaching you at this stage of life or this place in your spiritual journey? You know, I think a lot of our focus, my wife and I, our focus is a little bit less on ourselves and more on our children. Because in our children, we see some of our good qualities and then some of the qualities that were like, oh, man, I must have been a real pain for my parents at that, <laughs> <laughs> at that yeah. age. And so, like, uh, in terms of burdens, like, we want our children to, in terms of growing up in the faith and growing up in the knowledge of the Lord, we want that. And we want them also to balance that in the way that they talk to and treat others as well. And so they get the first part there and they know the Lord. The rest of the stuff will come with that. And they keep their heart tender. So we are trying to do that. I, I myself, Pastor, I'm not a very emotional person. I grew up in an era where, you know, I'm in Generation X, so we got left alone a lot <laughs> and left to fend for ourselves. And, uh, you know, I think our current generations and future generations here need a little bit more attention. And so for me, myself, I struggle with that sometimes. I'm a, you know, leave me alone, I'll figure it out kind of person. But I think that's definitely something that our burdens are really for our children and raising them up and to fear the Lord and to know Him. Well, we're grateful to have both you and Rachel as part of the Harvest family along with a number of other young couples, young families. I want you to know this, Jonas. It's a real burden on my heart that Harvest would be the kind of place that would provide every avenue that would be helpful for you, and Rachel, and a lot of other young families like yours, and for your children, that this would be a place where they just know God's at work and they know he's real because they see him working in people's lives and lives being changed. So... I mean, that's our prayer. Actually, I hold that personally as a responsibility that uh, we could provide everything, all the pieces that you guys would need to walk along beside you. And of course, you know, you and Rachel are followers of Jesus, so you have your own responsibilities, but we really want to be a church that cares for and helps and supports in all the ways that will be important and critical for you. So we're thankful for you guys. Thank you for your ministry, your faithfulness here at Harvest, and looking forward to what God's going to continue to do in your family. Thank you. And we, we appreciate you, Pastor Gary, and, and your family and your dedication to all of us here at Harvest. Yeah, thanks. And we appreciate you too, Chris. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and we do appreciate you listening today to Harvest Time as well. Of course, what we always do is give you a personal invite to services this weekend at Harvest. We begin at 9.30 a.m. and there'll be somebody to greet you when you come here if you stop by the kiosk, which is right out in front of the auditorium. And then, of course, you can join us for our Sunday morning service as we continue in our series, How to Be a Man or Woman After God's Own Heart, Lessons from the Life of David from 1 Samuel 18 and 19, Relationships Matter. Go to the website for more, hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org, and thanks again for listening to Harvest Time. <laughs>